Hi there, we're so glad you found us. Welcome to Embers, a podcast by Volo. We believe that when we support teens' emotional well-being, they discover who they are, what they stand for, and their capacity to bring light and love to the world. Volo creates spaces where teens can get away from it all, feel independent, unplug, and have fun. We are a place of belonging for youth to have deep conversations and feel empowered as they ignite a future with hope. Our circle is open to every race, gender, sexuality, ability, religion, and background. Embers is where, together with other teens, we share our stories as we navigate the waters between childhood and adulthood in an ever-changing world. We hope you'll join us here each month as we explore timely and compelling topics, fanning the embers burning in each of us. In this month's episode of Embers, we decided to focus on our being named the beneficiary of the TD Beach Beacon 10K and what that has meant. And we've turned the tables a little bit, and instead of Volo teens interviewing each other, we wanted to include Dana Anderson, our executive director as well, to hear her reflections. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Come along. I'm excited to get a chance to sit down with you too, look back on the Beach Beacon weekend, and share impressions. Let's start by introducing ourselves. I'm Lila, and I use she, her. Um, I'm Levi, I use he, and pronouns. And I'm Dana, and I use she, her pronouns. I learned recently that the Beach Beacons running was on the 10th anniversary of the first Ballos retreat in 2013. Dana, I'm curious, how does it feel knowing that? I love that question, Lila, because um, there was this funny nostalgia that weekend thinking a decade back that we were literally welcoming the first Volo teens onto a retreat, honestly not really knowing um, what to expect. So I never would have been able to predict where we would be standing 10 years later. What feels important is that back then as now, I see the capacity of young people to be empathetic and see each other and support each other as really similar, that teens have a capacity to recognize each other for their whole selves and to support each other in being vulnerable and um, to create spaces where they can honestly grow and thrive because of the ways that they're showing up for each other. So, you know, as I looked around Beach to Beacon that day and, and looked at all the teens who so awesomely and fully showed up I did see reflections of the teens from 10 years ago in the ways that feel natural, that teens want to be together, they want to feel a connection to each other, they want to feel seen, and they want to feel normal. I think something that that changed for the good kind of begins with the notion of TD recognizing Volo by naming us as the beneficiary. Our focus is on supporting the emotional well-being of young people, as you two well know. And I think at the time when Volo started in 2013, there was some stigma attached to this notion of sitting around in a circle and sharing your innermost feelings. There were questions like, what kinds of kids were we working with? Were they at-risk kids or certain kids that needed that kind of circle? And we, even back then, said, 
all kids are at risk. They all need a, a chance to tell their story and share their feelings. The difference is that because in great part of the pandemic and a shift in our society, I think there's a recognition of how important it is for us to all, what, no matter what our age, tend to our mental health. And so this moment in time feels especially touching or moving as I think about the choices that TD had in all of the applications I'm imagining they received to becoming the beneficiary and all these incredible causes that our organization walks alongside. So to be named the beneficiary to me 10 years after our first retreat was this not unlike how our teens are able to see each other fully when they're sitting in circle, I feel like this was our moment to be seen as an organization for the value of our work. So I, I guess it's almost like things coming full circle that as we took 10 years to learn about how most effectively to help teens support their emotional well-being and do that for one another, it's like our large community in Maine in that time recognized the value of it. So just as our teens over the years have gotten better and better at sharing and seeing each other, I think as an organization, we've become better and better at telling our story and now being seen by others. So that was a really long answer. Um, but I, I think what it comes down to is, yeah, it's like looking to the pioneer teens of Valo, some of whom were at the race, and thinking about them and thanking them for the courageous path they started along and being so proud of and grateful for the many, many teens who now are involved and get to reap the benefits of their beginnings and continue it into the future. So the, the, short, the short word would be, I felt grateful, nostalgic, and um, very moved. That's amazing. It was a great weekend, and I felt the energy that it carried, like the energy carried throughout, I think, everyone. Mm. who was part of Ballo and receiving the check together. People ran together. We got to hold the mm. tape for the finishing runners. And it was just a great energy overall for the whole weekend. Mm, I love hearing that. I agree. Yeah, there were just so many people that I saw um, and met from Ballo that, you know, I haven't had the opportunity to see in a while or... You know, I've, I've never met to begin with, um, and it really just felt like it was like everybody was coming together in the community because um, it was such such a big and meaningful event for all of us. So what do you hope people learned about Volo if they took away one thing? It's a good question because I might want them to take away more than one thing, but I think, um, I think what I want them to take away is the importance of connection and the simplicity of what connecting you know, what it can mean to connect. So I, uh, you all might have been running too fast to recognize, but uh, on the race course, we, on, uh, for the mile markers, Volo mile markers in a way, we put um, conversation prompts in bright orange along the course. And there were questions like, what gets you up in the morning? Or what makes you feel strong? Or who motivates you? 
And our hope in putting those signs up was to do just that, to whether a person was going to reflect themselves or strike up a conversation with the person they were running with, that they could see how accessible it is to connect with somebody else. And maybe in having that connection, they can recognize that that's what we're doing at Volo with young people. We're um, helping them, guiding them to learn how to have meaningful conversations. And those can be last a half a minute or they can last a couple of hours. The, the importance is that we're putting our phones down and you know we're looking someone in the eye and, and we're wanting to hear what they have to say. So I hope that those who participated in the race in any way, volunteering or running, um, that they take from Volo this notion of, of connection and um, how it makes everyone feel better when, when they have that um, chance to, to do that with another person. How is that? <laughs> yeah. And I'm curious, I want to hear from you two what, you know, you couldn't kind of hide from being a part of Volo in your bright orange shirts. And I don't know if people stopped you, but I'm curious if you think about um, this, really this kind of quick moment that we had to make an impression on others, whether in a quick conversation or in, you know, a piece of our literature that they read or whatever. I'm curious, what would you hope that they would know about Volo? It's kind of funny that you ask that, I guess, because I remember on race day, many people came up to me and asked me about what Vala was and what we did, um, just because I was wearing the shirt. And the stuff that I explained to them, you know, sort of encompassed Vala in a pretty, pretty wide bubble. I talked about mental well-being and connection and how we all listen to each other and we have something called conversation. And, you know, people... People enjoyed that idea, but I think overall, the thing that I really hope that people took away was like the community and the connection that Volo brings to so many people. I think that seeing so many people from, you know, not even people just our age, but past members of Volo and, you know, the Volo extended community, people that I've never even met before, I'm seeing everybody there together in like the same, same clothes with the same goal. And everybody was just kind of like connected in a way. Mm. Um, and I think that that's something that I really hope that people took away was how Volo focuses on connection and how Volo focuses on, you know, people like finding friends in each other and finding ways to express themselves with each other. And I think that's that's one of the things that people should recognize the most about Volo. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Like so many people who I recognized from the community would just come up to me and talk to me about Valo. And you could tell there was just like a big smile on their face. And they really appreciated the work that Valo was doing. And they were super curious to hear about what we do on retreat. And I, I got to explain some of that. And it was just, it was great to, to see so many people be very invested in something that's kind of like part of your life, but not... Mm not really part of anyone else's lives mm. close to me. I really appreciate hearing your perspectives. Thanks for sharing them too. So what did it feel like during the weekend of the beach weekend? Yeah, it's so funny how we kind of like blend into that, right? That yeah. it's, uh, we, uh, I think Levi's question was about, you know, what do I want them to learn? And we can't help but 
I don't know, it's like bask in the sense of support. And I just felt like everyone was so happy for us, genuinely, uh, and curious about what we were. And I have to say, and this is not to avoid the question, you know, I would say very briefly that what I felt was proud, um, proud of how much this organization has grown. And it's absolutely a reflection of the teens, you know, those first teens that participated so bravely in the first retreat, all the way to the teens that are in new programming. You know, last week we worked with soccer teams and these players showing up for each other in new ways. You know, it's like through this whole decade and importantly, the incredible guides along the way who have shepherded the young people. So it, it is a huge sense of pride. More recently, we have become a nonprofit in the last five years and the board of directors and their devotion and the families of the teens participating, their commitment and their trust in us as an organization. It feels like felt like this was all this huge culmination. As I think you two know, Volo is the Finnish word for light. And we talk about it's it's this multifaceted notion of light, like reflection, reflecting on ourselves and others, and also a lightness we feel when we're connected with other people. And connected to that is the idea of lots of things connected to light, including embers, like the fire embers. And I really believe in each teen that they have embers. We each have embers inside of us. And, and what Valo is doing is fanning those embers and helping us be better versions of ourselves. And what I feel, what I felt race day especially was that the community TD naming us and all of the folks at Dimsey who organized the race and all of the volunteers, they were fanning Volo's embers. And what we saw that day was this amazing, you know, fire that was created. And I, and I guess what I want to say is I, knowing this was coming, I took a little time to reach out to all the teens involved in the race and I asked them what it felt like for them. So um, this is like the, the, the cameo appearance that the hosts, <laughs> Lila and Levi, did not know about that I am going to ask our, um, our back-end editing crew if they would at this point insert the voices of the teens I asked to send me a little voice memo about what the weekend was like for them because that to me is what's most important. The, the teens' voices always have been at the center of what we do. So I would start with you two. I know you've already said a little bit, but if there's anything more you want to say, um, and then we'll kind of cut to these voices before we finish, if that's okay. Definitely the, the one big thing that I would say is that Volo in the past has always been something that I've had to explain to people. Um, it's always been like, I, I've had to say that I'm going away for the weekend, and then I have to explain what Volo is because nobody's really heard of it in the past. Um, and being at race day was kind of a wild experience because for the first time it felt like people were approaching me about Volo. Mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't something that I had to explain to other people. I mean, mm -hmm. I still, you know, obviously I was educating people about it and, and telling people about what we did, but people knew of Volo, which mm -hmm. was something that was very new and unique. Mm -hmm. And that felt very special. It was like all the attention was on us 
but it felt like so welcoming mm. and everyone was just so intrigued to hear they they you could just tell that they wanted to help out and they just wanted to do everything that they could to hear about it and and help out I think for me, my favorite part about the Beach to Beacon this year was when I was running in my orange shirt, there'd be people out on course who wouldn't even know who I was, but they'd still cheer me on and say, go Valo. Seeing that community out there was quite cool. Representing Valo the day of Beach to Beacon was overwhelmingly beautiful. Knowing that we had been named the beneficiary was like incredible. It was insane. We had been being um, recognized and talked about and just everyone asking about what VALA was and what the organization was, bringing awareness to it was very important and it was literally the highlight of my whole entire summer. It's definitely a story I will live on to tell. It's something that's like seriously like just in my heart and um, I'm so grateful for the opportunity. opportunity. I feel like during the race, as soon as any sort of feeling of doubt would cross my mind, I would look in front of me at all the people in the bright orange shirts and realize that if they can do it, then so can I. It was a great pleasure to be part of the Beach Beacon Volo team this year. Um, one magical moment was when I got to the start, I met all the other people around my age with the orange shirt on and it says Volo on it and they were all so sweet and welcoming for me. And I've never met these people before, but they were so kind and so welcoming. and. I really will treasure that moment, and I feel like this is what Volo is all about, is welcoming new people. It was a really cool and unique experience running the Beach to Beacon with other Volo people and knowing that we were all coming together to support an organization that is really valuable to our lives. Being part of the Volo staff for the Beach to Beacon was a very, very, very good experience. I had the opportunity to watch many good runners running and yeah it was an experience that i will actually really keep in my mind for the rest of my life knowing that volo was the beneficiary of the beach to begin felt incredible because it meant that volo would be more accessible to young people and teens um and it would help them in many of the same ways that it helped me which is an exciting thought it felt amazing to be able to represent Volo by running at the Beach to Beacon this year, knowing that this small but passionate organization dedicated to influencing others in meaningful ways was able to represent an event that drew from all types of people from all different places. It was really cool to be a part of the TD Beach to Beacon, especially working with Volo, because while I was there and I was helping out, everywhere I would look, I would see a familiar face in a bright orange t-shirt. And I would know oh, I can just go over there and see or talk to that person and connect with them, find a way to be helpful. It was also really cool to see how Valo kind of brought back groups of people and had us work together in groups that hadn't really been seen before. I myself found myself working with my sister, who's been in Valo for a while, but hasn't. She was in Valo for a while, but hasn't been there for a while because she's graduated. And so it was really nice to work with her. And I was working with the mom of a friend who I've known forever and is also in the Volo community. Um, and it was just super cool for, for Volo to be recreating groups of people that I hadn't been with or seen or been a part of for a really long time or hadn't even existed ever. I think that was 
my favorite part of helping out at the Beach to Beacon and I was really glad that I was a part of it and able to be there. I wonder if we could talk about what we think the impact of us all might be moving forward. What do we hope for? I can start, I think, I think you both touched on this already, but I, I think the impact is that Volo is not an unfamiliar name to many people right now. We have base to grow for sure, but it was a, like a, a boost of confidence that it didn't take much for people to understand what we're doing. And, and so the impact not only is recognition of you know, that we exist and a basic understanding of what we do, but the hope is that people want more teens in Maine to have this experience. So I feel um, having just run these retreats for teams during preseasons and seeing really how it wasn't very complicated to transfer what we do over the course of a weekend month after month to a group in, a, in an overnight, a single overnight, with an expectation and a want on their part to do these mini conversation check-ins to keep their connections alive and to recognize they have the capacity, they really have all they need to have each other's back and check in with each other and know how to have meaningful conversations without their phones nearby. That, that gives me hope that we can scale this and do it in a way that feels right by us. We're not, you know, we're not this one-off sort of model. We want continuous contact. And so I have hope that Volo can impact hundreds of teens in Maine in, in the coming years. And that that impact is not only giving those teens an experience, but that then they go to their circles and it ripples out in terms of the ways that young people connect with each other uh, in meaningful ways uh, and really improve their mental health as, as a result of it. What do you all think? I think with Volo being the beneficiary, it's spread to so many people who I didn't think would know about it. Like people were reaching out to my family seeing how can we be involved? Mm-hmm. And I think it, that's just amazing that pe- everyone just wants to come and everyone wants to go on retreat or donate or just see what they can do to be be a part of Volo. And, mm-hmm. and it's amazing to see that. Mm-hmm. I think that's sort of in a similar line. Um, I, I hope that the impact in a way is kind of building Volo-like communities outside of Volo as well as, you know, mm. inside of Volo. Um, but I feel like it, it would be awesome if groups sort of took the ideas that they discovered at the Beach to Beacon or through the Volo website afterwards um, and sort of applied them to their own lives. Um, I feel like, you know, having friends that are just true friends for no reason other than, you know, finding them and connecting with them on your own in a very similar fashion to the way that Volo does things. Um, I feel like that can build really strong and meaningful friendships. And I hope that that type of thing begins to occur, you know, more frequently outside of Volo, because I feel like it's something that I don't see very often in the world. 
and it's something that should definitely happen more often. So that's my hope. I love that. Definitely, yeah. I like that you you both think big. (laughs) Similar to how we do at the end of the conversation, I think we should all end with a word that how we're feeling in this moment. My word is hopeful. Okay, I was I was also definitely going to say hopeful, but I would also say excited. I'm feeling connected. Thanks you too. This was Thank a you. pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. Like what you heard? We invite you to connect with us at followmain.org for additional ideas and inspiration. Music from this episode was created by one of our many talented teens, Miles. It was a pleasure having you in our circle today. Until next time, take care.